Let's dig into God's word. Stand for, for the reading of God's word. The next stand will be on you. Exodus chapter 17. Glory to God. Exodus chapter 17. Glory to God. 17 verse 8 to 13. Exodus 17, 8 to 13. I want us to read together in concert. I may drop out, but I want you to continue. All right? One, two, three, go. Then came Amalek and fought with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out, men, and go out. Fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand at the top of the hill and with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses and Aaron and Hor went up the top of the hill. And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. And Moses' hands were heavy that they took a stone and put it under him. And he sat thereon. And Aaron and Hor stayed up his hands. The one on the one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. 13. And Joshua discomfited, destroyed Amalek and his people with the edge of his sword. My title this morning is really very powerful and prophetic. Look at one neighbor. Make it two. Okay, make it four. And tell them, I'm too blessed to lose. I don't like how you said it. I don't like how you said it. I want you to say it like you, you are telling the neighbor. One more time. One, two, three, go. Say it. I'm too blessed to look. I'm talking to somebody in the middle of a fight. I'm talking to someone in the middle of a transaction. In the middle of crisis. And the devil keeps telling you, you have lost this one. God sent me to tell you, baby, you are too blessed to lose. Oh God, oh God. God sent me to tell you, honey, you are too blessed to lose. So what I want you to do now, I want you to say it to yourself, but shout it from down from the city of your soul. Then mention your name. If you forget your name, mention my name. Then shout, flourish. You are too blessed to lose. Shout it again one more time. Say, flourish. Scream it again. Say, flourish. <laughs> Too blessed to lose. It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. I can tell it. I can sense. Father, bless your word. In Jesus' name. Be seated. Glory to God. <laughs> Too blessed to lose. Just too blessed to lose. Amen. Oftentimes I get attacked by the Sadducees and the Pharisees, men who are too far to see and too sad to see. And what they say to me all the time, Pastor Flores, you keep condemning the Old Testament and then you say we shouldn't read the Old Testament and have never said that. My text this morning is from Exodus. Nothing can be more Old Testament than Exodus. But people hear from who they are. I said something just really good. People hear from who they are. Because the truth is, if you look critically from the scriptures, if you look with the eyes of Christology, everywhere can be New Testament to you in the Bible. 
everywhere becomes New Testament to you because you're seeing through the pages, through the lenses of Christology. I say this to you every morning. The purpose of theology is for Christology. The purpose of Christology is for what? Soteriology. That means I read my Bible to see the role of Christ. And once I see the role of Christ, what I have is salvation. So the Bible is designed to show me the role of Christ. The Bible is a book. The Word of God is a person. That's why your Bible can fall to the ground, but the Word of God cannot fall to the ground because the Word of God is a person. And the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was with him in the beginning. All things were made by him, and without him was anything made that was in him was life and the life was the light of men so the word of god is a person the bible is a book the reason we read to see the word of god is because jesus is the accurate precise explanation of the scriptures jesus is the accurate precise explanation of the scriptures if you read the scriptures and you do not see jesus you have not read accurately because jesus is the definition the explanation the revelation of the mystery that is in the scripture Are you listening to me. So if you read the Bible, if you remove Jesus from the Bible, it's a compilation of useless poems and historical event. Jesus is what makes the Bible what the Bible is. The Bible is a book. The Word of God is a person. The Word of God is a person. First John chapter 5 verse 7. It says there are three that bears witness in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Spirit. It didn't say the Father, the Son. It said the Father, the Word, and the Spirit. Jesus is the word of God. Why is Jesus the word of God? Jesus was all God wanted to say. So when he said Jesus, there was nothing else to say because he is, oh God, this is good stuff. He is the word of God. Jesus is not junior God. Jesus is the very God of very God. Isaiah got it when he said, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, the government shall be upon his shoulders, his name shall be called Wonderful Counsel, Everlasting Father, the Mighty God. So Jesus is not iPhone 4, and God is iPhone 14 Pro Max. No, Jesus is the very God of very God. K-N-O-W is pronounced no. N-O is pronounced no, but they don't mean the same. K-N-O-W Jesus. K-N-O-W God. N-O Jesus. And oh, fly away, Jesus. Fly away, God. Come back, Jesus. Come back. If you ever want to know God, you have to look at Jesus because he is the physical representation. He's the entirety and the totality of the Godhead. When you see the word son of God, it's not me and, you know, it's not me and Salem or Mikey and Ethan. Son of God is a term. God, son is the God in the flesh. Is the father in the flesh. Son of God is the father in the flesh. Spirit is the father in the believer. That means when you hear son of God, we're talking about the father who came out and became son to redeem men. Use the virgin womb as his changing room, born by the zeal of God to die for us. You see what I'm saying? That's who God is. I'm so excited Christmas is coming because Christmas is, I can't wait for it, you. I can't wait to share God's word. Oh, God. Because who I can't wait. Oh, my. I'm a sound them gospel. Oh, Oh, because the clock that is not working is right twice in a day. You didn't hear what I said. So we get to preach about Jesus at least Christmas and Easter. What should be the feeding of the church? We get to preach twice. Because every other day is motivational speech. Acquire to perspire to recover the container. How to make it in life. 
We don't come to church to learn how to make it alive. We come to church to hear about Christ. Unto him shall the gathering of the people be. Glory to God. Revelations chapter 9, Revelations 9 verse 11 says something very, very powerful. I saw in heaven open and behold a white horse and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. Verse 12, his eyes were as flames of fire and his head were many crowned and he had the name written. He had the name written. He had the name written that no man knew but himself. He had a coded name that nobody knew but himself. Give me verse 13. And he was clothed with a vesture deep in blood and his name is called the word of God Jesus is a native name is the word of God you know his, his real name his village name is the word of God so any attempt to read the Bible without Jesus you're making a mistake you will see historiology you will see philosophy you won't see Christology because Jesus is the explanation of the scriptures Oh God, I'm preaching good. I'm preaching good. So when you see Jesus properly, then what is delivered to you is soteriology. And soteriology, the message of soteriology, which is salvation, comes with the blessing. It comes with the blessing. So the reason the church is into course-breaking consciousness is because they do not know the message of salvation. Oh, I'll do this. Course-breaking consciousness and the blessing consciousness are not the same. I say this all the time. The blessing consciousness is more powerful than cost-breaking consciousness. Because cost-breaking consciousness is cost consciousness in disguise. So the devil talks in reverse. So the devil will never tell you as a believer your cost. He will tell you go and break the cost. And so when you now go into the prayer meeting and you are trying to break the cost, he leaves you alone because you are already in self-destruct mode. You are in religion, activity, not productivity. You are in that treadmill. The Bible says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Yes, what religion teaches. Go and get free. So we are in the doorway of freedom. I want to be free. Not knowing that the gospel of God's grace shows you the truth. So the more you focus on the truth, inadvertently you are free. So what should you focus on? If I say turn on this switch and the light comes on, why should you be talking to the lamp and the light when you can turn on the switch? Ooh, come on. So what you need to know is the truth. So the strength of the enemy is in the weight of your ignorance. And because you are ignorant, the devil takes advantage of that. Religion takes advantage of it because you do not know that you're already free. So you think you're bound. So you're trying to break something that God already did in Christ for you. Are you listening to me? Another problem with us is that we think blessing is materialism. That's the problem. And we as pastors, we've preached it before. So the more cars you have, the more blessed you are. There is nothing in the scripture to support that theology. The blessing is entirely and totally spiritual. It's nothing physical. So when I say you are blessed, I'm talking about things that money cannot buy. Things that are of eternal worth. But when we preach, oh, the, that means Dangote is more blessed than us. That means Jay-Z, they're more blessed than us. But what makes you blessed is not materialism. It's Christ. That's what makes you blessed. I have Christ and I'm blessed. If Christ doesn't satisfy us, wealth will satisfy us. 
until you get to the point where Christ satisfies you, you can't even preach the gospel properly because you are showing them that the, your lover is not good enough. Are you listening to me? Tell your neighbor, I'm blessed. Conviction. Say, I'm blessed. Say, I don't know about you, but I'm really blessed. I'm really, really blessed. So, come on one more time. Say, I'm so blessed. So when I showed you the genealogies from Genesis chapter 5, and I showed you all those genealogies, there's one thing they're called teaching. So the job of the church is to teach what salvation does to mankind. Do you have the slide? Just, just to reiterate that. Adam, if you read from genealogy in Genesis chapter 5, some of you have read those genealogy, and Adam begat said, said begat this, and you just change to the next chapter. This is what it means. Man appointed mortal sorrow. The blessed God shall come down. Teaching. What is the teaching? His death shall bring power and rest. So until you hear about his death, his burial, his resurrection, that is the teaching that brings powerful rest. That's the teaching that engages the blessing because the gospel is God's reproductive system. Without the gospel, you are not, you can't have it. The sperm is the word of God's grace. Your womb is the heart of faith to receive it. That's it. That's it, right there. Teaching his death. And once you understand that with the message of the gospel, I'm already blessed. I may not have the cars yet, but I'm blessed. I may not have this yet, but I'm blessed. The Bible says the blessing, not blessings, the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and added no sorrow. So riches don't make blessings. Blessing makes riches. So I don't need my riches to say, okay, I'm blessed. I just need to be blessed and riches will follow. And when this riches shows, the Bible says he added no sorrow with it. And that's how we now, we come into that crave, thinking that prosperity is the way to measure whether you're blessed. You measure whether you're blessed or not by your revelation of God in Christ. Tell your neighbor, I'm really blessed. Say it one more time, I'm really blessed. Say it one more time, I'm really, really, really blessed. And the problem with you is that you, you, you think your situation is how you... No, no, look at Joseph. The Bible says, Joseph, is this Genesis chapter 37? It's clear, Joseph 39. It says, and Joseph was brought down to Egypt, to Potiphar's house, as a slave guy. Give me verse, verse, verse 2. And the Lord was with Joseph as they brought him down. So your situation does not deactivate the blessing. The blessing stays with you regardless. You're, no, say, ah, now that you are falling. Blessing, say, ah, I'm off it too. And they like good things. So the Holy Ghost is not elite ghost. It's not banana island ghost. Doesn't matter where you stay. He goes with you there. Tell your neighbor, I'm really blessed. So I'm, I can be going through my go through. I, I still know that I am blessed. If you want to jackpot, no problem. You have my blessings. Come, I will lay hands on you. But I beg you, go with the blessing consciousness. Because you can go to UK and not be okay. I'm telling you. You can be abroad, but you are bound. Help doesn't come from abroad. It comes from above. Above will always influence beneath. So I can be in a ground that is not working with the blessing consciousness and it produces for me. I can be in a place that is a flourishing place and I don't have the blessing consciousness and I'm still struggling. The difference is the blessing consciousness. I'm not trying to break a course. I know that I'm blessed. Touch them and say, I'm, I know that I'm blessed. Come on, say it. We say, I know that I am blessed. When you read 1 Samuel 16, verse 18, speaking about David's David's CV. See the CV, very rich CV. 
Bethlehemite, a man of bread, is a cunning man. He has skill. A mighty man of valor, a valiant man, rather, is a man of war, prudent in matters, comely person. He looked good. But the Bible says the Lord is with him. That thing is the factor. That the Lord is with him is an important factor. The Lord is with him. The blessing does not deactivate the storms. It assures you safe landing. Oh, yeah, because they lie to you. Come to Jesus and everything will be fine. No, they lie to you. Sister, they lie to you. The preacher be lying to you. Come to Jesus and you always have the victory. The storms will come, but the storms don't deactivate the blessing. When you go through the storm, you go with the blessing and you come out on the other side victorious. That's how believers behave. Not this lily liver, chicken-hearted, catty-footed believer. And this I've checked out. I don't know. I'm going through a lot. I'm coming from a lot. I don't know where's God. Oh, where's God? I'm a... The blessing does not guarantee smooth sailing. It guarantees safe landing. That means I may come through the storm, but I'm going to land. That's how blessed people behave. Hey, I'm not doing again. I, uh, this I don't want to do it again. I'm out. You know, I don't like... That's a sign of somebody who does not know that you are blessed. I mean, you know how to take a licking and keep on taking here bad news, keep a good attitude. Go through the storm, but still keep your dance and your shout. My respect for Luchi increased today. Because some of you go through what she's gone through. We'll be begging you to come to church in another two weeks. Two months. We'll be begging you, please, the Lord is faithful. Come. Sister, don't worry. The Lord will do it. Come. But in spite of what she's been through, she's still singing. There is no bondage. Every chain is broken. Some of you be embarrassed. The last time I was on stage, I had big belly. Now I come back, my belly is not small, and I'm singing. No, she's not bothered about. That's how blessed people are. The blessing makes you tough, rugged. Makes you tough and rugged. We're born in system where I had friends who lost their father and mother in a crash. On Thursday, came to church on Saturday for choir practice. Sang on Sunday morning. We knew we were blessed. Tough people. Not this generation that we have. God forbid the battle, not my members. I will release you to quickly go. Strong people. That doesn't matter what the devil brings. You still say, I am too blessed. I'm not going to lose. You put your foot on the ground. You make the mistake, you serve the punishment, you apologize, you do right, you stand strong. But he said, yeah, I'm done. No. We're born in a system where if you came late, they'll give you cutlass to, to cut grass. You can't do that now with your nails, my nails. It's against my mental health. The, the way he talked to me, my head. You know well. So we, we beg you to come to church. If we remind you to, to give best, you have disappeared. I want the people who are tough. Who know that you know what? I will go through the go through, but I'm blessed. This situation does not deactivate the blessing. Exodus chapter 1. Let me show you something. See, then persecution doesn't kill the blessing. It's still there. Truth is, it's because you're blessed that you're being persecuted. Let me show you. Exodus 1 verse 11. Therefore, they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasury cities. Can you see? That's what they did to the children of Israel. 
and Ramses. Ram, Ramesses. Next verse. Can we read together in concert? One, two, three, go. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grieved because the children of Israel. Are you saying that? That means they persecuted them. They were getting stronger. They reduced their food portion. They had more nutrients. It took. They reduced their time with their husbands. Any small time, best triplets. When the children came out, boys, men. When the girls came out, they were more beautiful than all of them. They knew that there's something. The more we are persecuting them, the more they are. There's a blessing inside of you. That's the blessing. How do you think? What do you think happened to Pharaoh's daughter when she saw Moses? When she saw Moses, he was a fine boy. I'm like, my father is killing boys. I cannot kill this one. Bring this one and adopted Pharaoh's Joseph, uh, Moses rather. Then told Moses' sister to go and get a nanny for the boy. They now brought Moses' mother, Sigruf, to pay for taking care of a prophesy. The things you do easily, value is coming upon it. Hey, 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 I said the things you do easily, value is coming upon it. If this is your word, shout them and somebody. Babe was collecting allowance for taking care of her child. The more they pass, why is the blessing? The blessing doesn't make sense, but that's what the blessing does. Psalms 34, 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him from them all. That's the assurance. I'm coming out. Put me in the fire. There's a fourth man in the fire. Throw me in the flood. My, my, my lifeguard walks on water. Put me in prison. Don't worry. I'll do well in prison. I'm coming out from prison. Put me in the lion's den. There's a lion inside of me that will silence. That's how tough people behave. Tough. Tough. Preaching to the sister who wants to give up. Preaching to that brother who wants to give up. Preaching to that family who feels like giving up. Do not give up. The blessing is on your life and you are too blessed to lose. Just give it some time. Give it some time. The Bible says, when I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. Rejoice not over me, O my enemies, when I fall. Because I'm blessed, though. I will rise up. I'm blessed. I will rise up. Forget that thing. There's something on me. The harder I fall, the higher I bounce. That's the mentality you have. The blessed mentality. Um, you see, one of my bestows came to see me on Friday. And she wanted to inquire about the church running. I said, can you handle it? And then we went through some of the bills. She said, ah, huh? is this what it takes to have it? Have it? Is this, how are you coping? Because sometimes it's tiring. I'm like, who say me this work? What is this? But the next morning, you jack yourself up again and say, you know what, I'm blessed. No matter what, I'm not going to lose. And you keep stepping on water with Jesus as the focus. That's how you move through life. Tell anybody, I'm not, I'm not weak anymore. One more say, I'm not weak anymore. The blessing is on my life. I can't hear. I said, the blessing is on my life. 
Because the blessing makes you tougher. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Give me. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. It makes you tougher. Blessed people are not weak people. They are strong people. They know. Because they know it's a fixed fight. That I'm going to win. So you're watching a live match. God is seeing a replayed match. So when you're anxious, he's not anxious. The blessing puts you on the perspective of God. Where you cannot look at your situation and say, don't worry. I don't know how, but God is going to bring me. Oh God, I'm preaching to your neighbor, not you. I don't know how, but I know God is going to bring me out. And then the bank calls and they want to take your house. I don't know how I'm going to pay, but I'm very sure that God is going to bring me out. Why? I'm too blessed to lose. Too blessed to lose. They had no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. Don't let common matter kill you. You are in debt. It's common. If your, if your neighbor tell you your own, But such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Who will not allow, that's the word, suffer. You to be tempted above that ye are able. But will with the temptation also make a way of escape. That ye may be able to bear it. Give me in the TPT. This thing is too, it's not clear. Can we read together in concert? One, two, three, go. We all experience times of testing. Which is normal to every human being. Not be devil they do you. Not, not just normal problem. Now, why are you worried? You're not the devil. It's the dollar. It's not the devil. Let's, let's make it clear. It's not, it's, not, it's not spiritual attack. No, no, no. At normal level. At our diesel fee just skyrocketed. It's not devil. It's the dollar. But God will be faithful to you. Watch this. He will screen and filter the severity. Hey, God. Then he will screen the nature and timing. Of every test or trial you face so that you can bear it. And each test is an opportunity to trust him more. For along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape that will bring you out victoriously. God, I feel like preaching. God, I feel like preaching. I said, it's going to bring you out victoriously. I don't care what you are going through. You're coming out victoriously. I don't care what you're dealing with. I said, you're coming out victoriously. If this is your word, throw your hands up. Shout, thank you, Jesus. Touch four people, tell them I'm coming out victoriously. I'm not crawling out. I'm coming out victoriously. I'm not crawling out, but I'm coming out victoriously. I'm not even playing, but I'm coming out victoriously. I'm coming out victoriously. If you're done preaching, you can rest. We'll look for one in the neighbor and tell her, I'm coming out victoriously. Lie me, the bills are daunted, but I'm coming out victoriously. I don't care what it is. MVP, the bills are scary, but I'm coming out victoriously. The bills are daunted, but I'm coming out victoriously. If this is your one shout, amen, somebody. coming out I'm coming out victoriously coming out I'm always going to win 
I'm always going to win. I'm the wrong guy to fight. I win in the morning and win in the afternoon. I win in the evening and win at night too. I'm sleeping and I'm winning. I wake up to win. I move to win. I run to win. I always win. That's the only life I know. I win. I win all the time. I never lose. I keep winning. Winning better is the end of a matter than the beginning therefore. The Bible says the path of the just is shining brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. The only life I know, the only life I see is at the end. I win. Shout yes somebody. Winning is my default. I'm very familiar with victory. Please sit, 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 sit. We're just stuck. Normal level. I'm always familiar with victory. I'm going to win. Whether you're on my side, though, you are not on my side, though, I'm going to win. It would be nice to have you on board, but I'm the guy who keeps telling you, if people blame me all the time. If you don't want to, if you want to stay, this thing, I'm going to win. I triumph always. That is the mentality. You see, when it comes to fight, it's never the size of the man in the fight. No, it's the size of the fight in the man. Oyeka, we know this. In a street. Yo went to QC, went to A Hall. You don't know what I'm talking about. All you have is mouth. Fight, I mean fight. It's never the size of the man. It's the fight in the man. And my mother-in-law will tell you. So you fight, you go down first, then you nab one. If it's a gang fight, you nab one that you will die with. When four people rush you, you look for the, you find one as they supply you, they supply. God, man. Grow up in a place where you had to fight. Not this, no. 052, 053, 054, you had to fight. Your first day in school, you draw the line by showing them first. God, my life would have been messed up without the gospel. I knew exactly what I would have been. Gang leader. I mean, I would have been horrible. But there was a guy in school that you would beat. But nobody could fight him because his fight does not end. Oh God. Oh God. Etiosa Orobosa. Can never forget him. You will beat him black pit. You will count his teeth today. They will laugh at him tomorrow morning. You never kill me. I see their life. We go fight. We continue from that place. Two weeks. You will beg him. Can you fight for two weeks? You, you will disappear. You will leave school for him. Yes, you beat him yesterday, but the next day is up again. You know, in a series of 61, you win him. Then we die. Then we take more. You first turn your white. You know, you beat me. You go, you, the next day. Where, where are you going to? Our friend never finished now. Oh. What are you talking about? It's never the size of the man in the fight. You say, grab his water. 
is the size of the fight. As a believer, you must have that fight from victory. It's like an expo you are going to win. Stay there. You get what I'm saying? You get it now? It's an expo you are going to win. Just stay there. Let them keep releasing the blow. Stay there. The referee knows what to do. The referee knows how to give him a penalty. The referee knows how to draw something that will favor you because it's a fixed fight. That's why it's a good fight. Fight the good fight of faith. So you just stay there. What's your job? Wake up every morning. Go in the ring. Just go in the ring. Because you already have info, intel, that you're not trying to win. You already won. You already won. But life will throw you some blows, uppercuts sometimes that you were not expecting. That's not the time to check out and throw in the toe. When you stand up again, the righteous man falls seven times, but gets back up again. Seven is no mistake. Seven is a number of perfection. That means I perfectly fell. But the next morning, I jump back up again. Oh, die, I die. Let's go. We go again. Blessing makes you tough. Not chicken out any smell and tired. It's called stick to itiveness. Bad English, good preaching. You get the point? Second Corinthians 4, verse 17. Glory to God. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Can you give me the next verse? Why we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are what? Eternal. Verse 17, again. Message. Give me 17 in message. These hard times are small potatoes. That's what message calls. These hard times, small potatoes. The landlord said he's going to do say, hey, Now, bones, bring that make a chopper. That's a spring grow, bring that make a old lamb strong. That's samusa be that now, bring them. Is that what the doctor said? Run them, I go run and bring them. These hard times are small potatoes. That's how you deal with hard times. Hard times, you have to be careful, though. Don't give up. You, you treat it well. That's how blessed people behave. Because we know that we are going to win. It says these hard times are small potatoes compared to the coming good times. It now says the lavish celebration. I prophesy, get ready for party. After party. After party. Your days of celebration is here. Shout yes, somebody. So you deal with it. Blessing makes you tougher. Romans 8, 31. See what he says here. Very powerful. He says, what shall we say to these things if God be for us? Wait, let me, let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. It's okay. It's all right. If God be for us. If God be for us, be in us and be for us. Who can be? When you read this kind of scripture, you don't read it and move away. The scripture itself tells you to understand it, you have to read the pretext. Gosim says, what shall we say to these things? What are the things? <laughs> Give me 29. From whom he did foreknown. 
He also did predestinate to be confirmed to the image of his son that he might be firstborn amongst many brethren. Are you seeing that? So he foreknew me. Then confirm. Next verse. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. Whom he called, he justified. Keep this scripture. Whom he justified, keep him like that too. This is the blessing. No? This is the blessing. This, this, these are the deeds. These are the things he was talking about. He now says, moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. Whom he called, them he also justified. Whom he justified, them he also glorified. Next verse. What shall we say to these things that we've been called? Justified, predestinated, and glorified. If God be for us like this, If God be for us like this, who you? Where are you from? How do you exist? Who's your father? If God be for us like this, who can be against us? That's how you move to life. You move in life. I've been predestinated. He has called me, justified me glorified me all of this nothing can be against me too blessed to lose too equipped to lose it's not possible no anybody that says no, 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 just that's not i'm not gonna lose don't just, just call it blah blah blue 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 bulaba so that's a bulaba Anytime I tell you you're going to lose it, that's a blah, blah, blue, 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 bulaba, bulaba. Nonsense. I'm always going to win. Yeah. One of this, I studied the life of David. You hear me? David never lost the battle. David never lost the battle. And so, to I was wondering, David never lost the battle. What is the secret of David, Indiana? And we were all taught that David's secret was praise and worship. Wow. That is because he was a praise and worship guy. Was a music director. That is the way he used to dance, he used to blow God's mind. It was MVP. <laughs> David understood forgiveness of sins like nobody. What made David a man after God's heart was revelation, not praise. The praise and worship flowed from his revelation. I'm preaching. I know get money, I forgive myself for free. That's how he became a man, not praise and worship. Because you can be singing every man, we cut out, and nothing is happening. The man had revelation of forgiveness of sins. So David was, I'm not perfect, but I'm forgiven. 
Oye, can he now say, the Lord is my shepherd? I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pasture. He leads me beside the still water. He restores my soul. Yea, though I walk. That means this one. But even in this world, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Because the faithfulness of the shepherd is not premised on the behavior of the sheep. Oh, you get her. It's premised on the, on the integrity of the shepherd. Because sheep not really, they get sense like that. He's the one who leaves the one behind. Who won't leave the one behind? Leaves the 99, goes after the one. So David had an, a revelation, not praise and worship. Your praise and worship is only as powerful to the revelation in the praise and worship. It's not in the rifts and runs. It's in the revelation. That's what makes your song powerful. Shots fired. <laughs> Romans 4. Romans 4 verse 6. Let me show you something. See what David said. See what David said. Even as David also describeth the blessedness hey, of the man unto whom God imputed righteousness without works. <laughs> David is saying what makes you blessed is that God has made you righteous without your works. David, oh! This is what he knew that made him the man after God's own heart. The blessedness of the man. Uh, that's the blessing. Not cars, not houses. Of the man whom God imputed righteousness with our works. Next verse. Saying, blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven. Whose sins are covered. He was still quoting the Old Testament. Our sins are not covered. They are taken away. Yes. Next verse. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. That means, you know, the word impute is a recording, is, a, is an accounting term. God is not taking record of your sin. That's why you are blessed. And if there's no sin, there's no cause. If there's no sin, there's no legal ground against you. You see what I mean? So that's why you're really blessed. I'm preaching good. David, oh, David, yeah, he knew the gospel. The gospel is God's reproductive organ. God cannot bless you without you knowing the gospel. So even David knew the gospel in types and shadows. Okay, let's go deep now. You ready for this? <laughs> let's do the deep end. Are you ready for this? Now, let's see David's revelation that gave birth to his worship. Psalms 130. Out of the depths have I cried unto thee, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let our ears be attentive to the voice of my supplication. If thou, Lord, shouldest mark iniquity, who shall stand? Now, means God, as I'm praying now, wait first. If you want to mark iniquity, none of us can pass. Next verse. But there is forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared. That you forgive easily. That's why I'm worshipping you. Give me TPT. God punish the devil. But your loving 
Love, your forgiving love is what makes you wonderful. No wonder you are loved and worshipped. Old Testament too. He knew that the reason I'm worshipping is that this man. So grace is not a New Testament expression of God. Grace is the nature of God. Period. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today and forever. Doesn't change. 103, Psalms 103. Let's do some study. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Next verse. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Hey! See what David said. Forget not all. See you. Did you see that? David said, I'm blessing you because of benefits. What is and what are the benefits? Verse 3. Who forgiveth all? That's the first benefit. The reason I worship is forgiveness of sins. <laughs> Give me this antipathy. David toast God for you. Get out. He said, you kissed my heart with forgiveness in spite of all I've done. As he took and go say, we'll see this boy. He didn't know me. Oh God. He didn't describe me. That's how God loved David. Because he was expressing the love of God in Christ. Genesis 3 verse 8. Sorry, Galatians 3 verse 8. How God preached the gospel to Abraham before time. Do you have the picture? Let me do something there. Give me the picture. How God preached the gospel to Abraham before time. That's how God preached the gospel to Abraham. Abraham was going to kill his son. God said to Abraham, hey, look. And he saw a lamb on the tree. You know this picture? I dealt with this last week. This is how he downloaded the gospel. I'm going somewhere with you. Stay with me. What I forgot to tell you last week is, this is Mount Moriah. This mountain behind is Mount Calvary. Same mountain. It happened at Mount Moriah, but the highest mountain there is Calvary. So where it happened, if you look behind, that's where Jesus was crucified. So he got the gospel from the... Watch, watch, I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. The ram... His horn was caught in the ticket. Oh God. Oh, is this too heavy for Logic Church? The ram's horn is caught. I'm coming to you. Hold up a minute. Give me this. I need to rush. I need to rush. Psalms 89, verse 20. Let me show you something. What God says about David. I have found David my servant. I found David my servant with my holy oil have I anointed him. Watch this. Next verse. With whom my hand shall be established. My arm also shall strengthen him. Next verse. The enemy shall not exact upon him. That means he's not going to lose any battle. Nor the son of wickedness afflict him. Are you saying that? Why? Take me back to 20. 20, give me verse 20. I have found David my servant with my holy oil. I'll come to you. I'll come to you. I'll come to you. First Samuel chapter 10. First Samuel, you can take the image of First Samuel chapter 10. Take the image of. Then Samuel took a flask of oil. This is a flask of oil. 
This is Saul's anointing. Someone took a flax of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance? Flax. Give him a picture of a flax, the Old Testament flax. I, I got it for you. Yeah, that's the, how the flax of oil is. This is just a different dimension. That's the flax of oil. Huh. My God. Let's see David's anointing. First Samuel chapter 16. Give me first Samuel chapter 16. Now the Lord said to Samuel, how long will you mourn for Saul? See, I have rejected him from reigning over Israel. Fill your horn. <laughs> Fill your horn. A lamb died to have the horn. But when he was Saul, he was man-made. When he was David, he was sacrificial made. Eternal sacrifice. A lamb was spilled for the horn to be used. Fill your horn with oil. The sacrifice releases what? The blessing. Comes from sacrifice. Releases the blessing. So David was moving on a different... <laughs> Second Samuel 8, verse 13, 14. And David got... And David got him a name when he returned from smiting the, the, the Syrians in the valley of salt. Being 18, one man fought and destroyed 18. That has some city. 18,000 men. Next verse. And he put garrisons in Edom. Throughout all Edom, put he garrisons. And all they of Edom became David's servant. And the Lord preserved David. Do you have verse 14 in, in another translation? Just verse 14. Just verse 14. And God gave David victory wherever he marched. Why? His oil came from what? <laughs> there was sacrifice speaking on David. And guess what? Some of you are praying, Father, make me like David. No, that's a wrong prayer. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 39. He says... Talking about Barak, Sam, Samson, and Jephthah, and David also, and men like Samuel and prophets. Give me verse 39. These all, having obtained a good report of it, received not the promise. Verse 40. God having provided some better things for us. That means if David did that with the sacrificial lamb of a lamb, how much more your victory? Zechariah had this prophecy. Zechariah 12 verse 8. Put it there. It says, in that day shall the Lord defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And he that is feeble among them shall be as strong as David. That means the weakest of people will be as strong as David. Then David's house will be like what? The Lord. Why? Better things. Second Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. Put it there. Now thanks be to God, which always caused us to triumph in Christ. Give me to pity. God always makes his grace visible in Christ. I decree visible grace. Oh, no, that's not for you. That's for your neighbor. I say I decree visible grace. 
upon all that concerns you. In the name of Jesus, I decree visible grace. Oh my God, I prophesy now. Visible grace upon all that concerns you and your household. If this is your word, shout amen, somebody. Visible grace. Visible grace. I really am done. Done, I'm done. Mm. Done. Done, I'm serious. What does this have to do with my text? I close my tab in front of you. Done. Then came Amalek and fought with Israel in Rephidim. Next verse. And Moses said to Joshua, choose us out, men, and go out. Fight with Amalek. And tomorrow, I will stand on the top of the hill. Somebody got it. With the rod of God in my hand. Next verse. And Joshua did as Moses had said. And fought with Amalek. Moses, Aaron, Hor went up to the top of the hill. Shay, come. Last, come. Quick, 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 quick. Come, come, come. Last, you stay here. Shay, last, you gotta come here. Quick, quick, quick. Come to my left. One to the left, one, one to my right. I need to do this. Went to the hill. And went to the top. Stand, stand. There's space. There's real estate here. Stay here. And fought with Amalek and Moses and Hor. And Hor went up to the top of the hill. Next verse. And it came to pass. When Moses lifted up his hands. That they prevailed against Amalek. Next verse. And it came to pass. But Moses' hands were heavy. Because after you lift your hands up for a while. You get tired. Moses' hands were heavy. And they took a stone. And put it under him. They took a stone. They took a rock. On this rock. I'm coming now. I will come to you. He go hit you just now. They put it under him. And then they held his hands. Put your hands up. One side. Take it. Hold it. Because Moses was tired. So they held his hands like this. And so long as Moses' hands remained like this. Show me Moses' picture quickly, quickly, quickly. So that's how they held Moses' hands. But the good news is Thank you. 
I'm preaching good. So Moses, man had to help his hands. But grace, love kept his hands up. Yeah, love kept his hands up. Oh, that's powerful. Those... Ah, ah. Moses' hands became weak, but his hands stayed strong just to secure the victory for you and I on the cross. And the Bible says in verse 13, I'm closing. And Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. What is the edge of the sword? Ephesians. And the sword of the spirit. Which is the word of God. So every time I open up my mouth. And I speak God's word. I'm speaking from the place of the finished walk. That his hands were stretched towards me. And he took my failures and he gave me victory. His hands were stretched towards me. And he gave me the victory in Christ Jesus. I don't know who you are. I don't care where you're sitting. But God sent me to tell you. You are too blessed to lose. You are too blessed to lose. You are going to win. Why? Somebody stretched their hands towards you. When he died, he opened up his hands on the mountain high above. And he screamed from the top, it is finished. I don't know who you are. Get ready for restoration with compensation. Get ready for something is about to happen. I feel it in my head. I feel it in my legs. I feel it all over my body. There is a shift in this room and it's about to happen to you. You can get tired of hearing, but I will not be tired. Yes, indeed. It won't be long now. God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast. Your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You wouldn't be able to keep up and everything will be happening at once and everywhere you look and everywhere you look and everywhere you look it will be blessings pouring up the mountains pouring up the hills because on the hill because on the hill because on the mountain because on this hill because on this mountain somebody stretched his hands somebody died my death somebody took my pain somebody healed me someone transformed me if this is your word go to 10 people tell them i'm too blessed to lose too blessed to lose rejoice not over me all my enemies when i fall i shall rise again when I sit in darkness the Lord shall be my light too blessed to lose too blessed to fail too blessed to be down too blessed to be out too blessed to die too blessed to be weak too blessed to be dead too blessed yes indeed it will be long son Things are gonna happen so fast. Your head will swim, working faster. 
hands with the support system of man if Moses hands with the stone of man how about my Jesus how about my Jesus they hung him high spread him wide and he screamed it is finished on the hill there was a cross on the cross there was blood for me shout yes Hold your name. Ooh, I feel the anointing in this room. Feel it up here. 